Breaking news. We have insider sources. The Rainbow Frog Cafe. What's it called? Rainforest Cafe. The Rainforest Cafe Great in Chicago has closed. Another victim of the Roni. Uh, on scene, we have our local reporter, Andrew Street. Andrew, what are they doing with all the animatronic animals? Sam, can you hear me? I'm live in the Windy City. <laughs> oh, I can hear you. It's windy. It's so windy here, but I'm here to report the news. Unfortunately, uh, unconfirmed, but we're reporting it anyway. The Ch- downtown Chicago Rainforest Cafe, conveniently located next to the Hard Rock Cafe and the Rock and Roll McDonald's, is unfortunately closing its doors for good. Wow. The Holy Trinity? It's being broken up. No longer can you do the Chicago Thousand Mile Sprint, which included the Portillo's Hot Dog, the Rock and Roll McDonald's, the Hard Rock Cafe, and then a finale margarita and chicken finger combo from the famed rainforest cafe wow uh, real uh, really tragic uh, tragic happening uh with weather we have elmer the thunder guardado how's the weather this in is texas this is why we record in the morning usually yep all right it's a night nice just drinking everyone. coffee so it making decaf. me feel normal oh it's decaf good for you look at that but uh um, you know it, it it feels right but I can see sunlight coming from Sam's window. Mm-hmm. It's everything's off. All the all the all the feng shui is all fucked up. It's all fucked up. With us, we have special reporter all the way in Kansas City, Missouri, Mr. Jacob Douglas. Um, I don't have a news story for you. I'm sorry. Break break some news. Um, so I'm here in Kansas City. Oh, wait. Um, oh, this is the police are arresting me. I'm being put under arrest. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to leave the show. Um, I am under arrest. So that was some topical content for you guys. That was very topical. Ages the show perfectly. uh, Yeah, ages the show. How you doing, Sam Atherton? Elmer, you ever moved? Have I ever moved? Have you ever moved? I've moved so many times. I hate it. It's the worst. Have you ever rented a U-Haul truck? No, actually, because I... Do you, you don't have to be 25, right? You can just do that? Yeah, you can uh, just do that. You can just do that. Okay. Well, I also never had a license, so... Okay. Mm-hmm. No well, need for a U-Haul. Let me tell you what me and my father did today, or in this past week. Uh, we have an attic above our garage filled with shit. We have a room in our basement dedicated to like hoarding shit and uh this past week we cleaned it out and today we rented a 10 foot u-haul moving van and took it all to the dump and it was very very liberating Uh, were there any you think what what do you think was like the biggest treasure in this u-haul i mean it was all i mean it was all trash um trash no treasures there better not have been any game boys in there there were no Game Boys. Uh, we saved. I found a copy of Dance Dance Revolution Remix Two or something for the PlayStation Two. Um, I don't know. There was a. Okay, so my dad, my dad has a lot of hobbies, and uh, he he moves it's on an from. Understatement. He's a Renaissance man. <laughs> I know this dude does it all. Yeah. He <laughs> he moves from hobby to hobby, and. Uh, maybe 10 or 15 years ago when he was a teacher, uh, one of his hobbies was stained glass. And we found a stained glass, like cabinet drawer with like the, the pie symbol on it uh, because he was a math teacher uh, that went to the dump today. Wow. Oh, dude, you could have, that's a, that's a, that's an artifact that belongs in a museum. <laughs> it belongs in something. Uh, but no, I don't know. Uh, we threw away a smoker. Um, because my dad can smoke things quite adequately on the grill. Uh, yeah, I bought some wood for to build a desk. Uh, sometime soon, and that was my that was my day. Do you, like? Do you ever think about the fact that like your dad always gets into like the hardest hobbies possible, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally the most impressive, biggest flex hobbies? <laughs> it's like yeah. 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get into glass. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean you got to appreciate it, I guess. You know, oh, I mean that's one hundred percent. I feel like yeah, this is nothing but respect and love. <laughs> I feel like me getting into a hobby is ordering a something off Amazon and then never doing it. Your dad's stinging in glass. <laughs> Your dad's like, yeah, maybe next week I'm gonna take up welding. <laughs> so that's uh, that's high on his list of things that he wants to learn how to do. Uh, no joke. I respect welds. it. Damn. What's Jacob, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, impose or make assumptions, but I feel like your dad probably into some stuff that you will never be able to do in your life. <laughs> uh, yeah, farming I think is like the main one, right? But that's also his profession. So I don't know. Although it does seem like he gets a lot of joy out of that. Um, my dad is an electrician as well. He works with like wires and stuff. Um, that's cool. Yeah, just like an all-around handyman. I can't think of any like real big hobbies my dad's big thing is he loves to just scroll on twitter on his ipad every night um feel like that's his main hobby (laughs) um, (laughs) i noticed that in quarantine i was trying to get him into games i brought my switch home Uh, he's uh he likes like 2d mario and i was trying to show him like mario maker and um I tried to play Odyssey with him as well. He was not he was not taking to it very well, um, mm-hmm. but I, I tried to make my dad a gamer over um, the two months I was at home. <laughs> he was too strong. <laughs> he resisted the urges. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're you were last on the show a long time ago, mm-hmm. and you were in a, you were a kid in college, I was. and now you're not. And so now give us a give us a little life update cuz I'm very curious and interested in this. Okay. Um yeah, no longer although so technically not a kid in college. Graduated in May. Um I moved to Kansas City. I have a job with um Kansas City Public Television. I am a rural life reporter or a rural issues reporter, um whatever you want to call it. I'm reporting on um things happening outside of the Kansas City metro area. So um, there's a lot of... So I have a pretty wide radius of communities I'm covering. Um, just kind of going in there and seeing what's going on. Um, it's kind of similar to what I did in school. Um, so it's kind of a nice, easy transition for me. Uh, although I am still a kid in college at heart. Um, the podcast is still going on, Kids in College, with uh, you know my, my counterpart, oh, yeah. Sam Mosier, who's been on the show many a times. Um so, uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not a lot else going on. I'm kind of stuck inside just like everyone else. I start work on Monday. Um, so I'll okay. go in. And I'm in the office. I'm not doing it from home oh, wow. off the bat. Yeah. So do you? maybe you don't know this yet, but are you going to be – like does somebody come to you outside the metro area? They say, I got this scoop. You want, you're never going to believe it. Or are you going out and hunting down the scoops? So initially I'll be going out and hunting them down. My hope is that in the, so um, I I have a two year deal. Uh, My hope is towards the end or hopefully sooner than that. I build enough trust where people can come to me with, with something um, that they want to get out. Um, I think a lot of that comes with like reputation, right? Like if people trust you and, and know you do good work, then they'll, they'll bring you scoops. Elmer, I'm sure working in PR, you kind of know who to float certain stories to. Um, it's, it's like when I was floating stories to you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I pitched a couple to my editor. None of them hit, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that was the most fun part, like moment of my job ever. (laughs) I was like, Oh, Jacob has an internship at a reputable news outlet. I'm going to just send him this press release. I wrote, this is so weird. And I sent it for my work email. And I was like, this is, and I sent it to your work email. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Back back when I used to have the, uh, the NBC universal in my email. Um, that was a a big power trip. It's a flex. Yeah. Big flex. (laughs) So Jacob, let me ask you, so are you going, so you said this is a, this is a television thing. Um, so it's kind of, um, we were, a, are you going to be in the field, like reporting? Are you going to be holding a microphone next to some cows? No, no. Uh, we don't okay. do that. We're not like broadcast news. Um, PBS does more like mini doc or longer form documentary content. 
Um, so I'm making either articles or videos for the web. Um, and okay. PBS will pick them up um, if they're good. So a lot of my content will live online, but with the chance of being on broadcast. Although, honestly, having it online is pretty much just as good as getting on TV um, <laughs> right now. <laughs> Maybe yeah. better. You can share it. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I I can. I don't have to like post on Twitter. And be like, hey, everyone, tune in to uh, PBS at eight a.m. <laughs> yeah. and watch my my five minute story. And use a VPN to get get the exact area code <laughs> exactly in Kansas City. Yeah. No, that's uh. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna... It's ex- it's exciting times. Um, just trying to get used to the new city, although it's kind of hard, um, you know, with everything being shut down right now. I haven't had a haircut in like three months, and that was like the one thing I wanted to do out here, and it's just not happening. Mm. Yeah. So how did you like? How did you find an apartment and all that? Like, you know, was it hard or was it? What was that like? Yeah, it was tough, uh, but. Elmer actually helped me a lot with this. I was like, I would like frantically text him, be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And since he had been through it before, <laughs> um, he helped a lot. But I was just like online a lot, searching apartments.com, Zillow. Um, there's a good website called Leasing KC for uh, here in Kansas City. <laughs> and I was able to find like a pretty good deal. Uh, I had like a weird roommate situation where I was going to have two roommates and then I was going to have one and then I was going to have zero and now I have one. Um, so like managing all that was tough, but we didn't get to go look at this place before we moved in. It was kind of like they, we did a video tour, uh, mm-hmm. which is basically just, yeah. it's not even like a zoom tour, right? It's not interactive. It's just someone walking around an apartment with a camera and explaining yep. things and then they send it to you. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, this does nothing like we're we were luckily we moved in and there were no like big surprises um i think like the only there was like a a small minor thing oh it's not really a minor thing um we didn't have a carbon monoxide detector which is like Mm. very essential for any home (laughs) um yeah (laughs) they uh but other than that no no problems but it was a weird process it was very weird can can your roommate hear you right now do you think my, my roommate is not home uh, my okay. Roommate, so Do my, you like your roommate? I like my roommate a lot. Yeah, he's great. That's good. We knew each other in in school. Um, okay. And That's his good. his girlfriend works with me um, at KCPT. We both got the job at the same time. Um, oh, nice. So got a few connects there, uh, which is good. That's good. Yeah, I feel like that's so much. You know, at least you know him a little bit. It's better than like just going to a complete stranger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a. I wish that I had a good roommate. Not a good. T- <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, Robert sucks. So, Elmer, how are things in Texas? I feel like Texas is the most open out of any... I guess I can't speak for Missouri, but out of Michigan and New Jersey, Texas, from what I can tell on, on the news, is the most open. How how you feeling? I mean, from what I can tell, it's like it's, you know, January 2020. Mm. Like, like, I, you like know, pre... I, pre-quarantine pre-quarantine not not i'm being a little hyperbolic but like last saturday we'll see what happens tonight like the bars were black like bumping like we were if we were on our balcony we could clearly hear the music there's you know a packed bar and a packed patio uh multiple packed patios and packed bars um so that's that's a goof Uh, i don't really you know i don't really fuck around like that so i'm you know i'm still i'm living not much has changed for me. I think some things have uh, uh, loosened up that I've noticed. You know, like uh, a lot of stores here now, uh, mask optional. Not mm-hmm. a fan of that. Interesting. Uh, some stores, though, I do see tra- – uh, not Trader Joe's, uh, Whole Foods that I've been frequenting a lot. Um, new big fan of Whole Foods. Let me tell you what. Hell yeah. Whole maybe, the, maybe the greatest outcome of gentrification <laughs> is Whole Foods. <laughs> It's the king. But the yeah, the bars are popping. Whole Foods, you gotta wear a mask. The cool thing though, I saw them turn a, a dad and son away, but they're like, Don't worry, we got masks for you. We'll give you masks. Just just be a just be a mask wearer. But then there's also these places that are just like eh, it doesn't matter. Business as usual. Mm-hmm. Um so it's it's kind of interesting to see that playing out. 
Um, I had to go out on the field for work the other day. Mm. Um, and I was out in just a neighborhood with two other people. We were surveying some land. And um, that was like the first time I put khakis on in three months. <laughs> like, no joke. I put them on and I was like, fuck. I forgot the constraints of pants. You know, I've been wearing the sweat shorts mm-hmm. or the joggers every single day. Fuck Cassidy. Uh, for context, Jacob Cassidy, big jean guy. Nothing but jeans. Jeans all the time, 24-7. It's disgusting. I mean, I, he did I get disgusting. on here and, and take a hard stance that if you're working from home and you're not getting full jeans and a shirt on. I know. He, he thought he was like on the hot, like, he was know, ready. He was ready for us to gas him up and be like, yeah, 100%. And all of us were like, no, <laughs> we sit around. I mean, I, I mean, I admire it. I definitely admire it. I, I don't think it's realistic for me. But that is, I mean, good for Cassidy if he's wearing jeans every day. Yeah. It's productive. They look good on I mean, God, God bless you if you can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But let's not pretend like everyone else is in the wrong. Yeah. It's good for <laughs> you know? Cassidy's got Levi legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they just look good in jeans. He's got a uh, Brett Favre the, legs. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the biggest goof is that like I have to put I'll put on button shirts sometimes when I because I've had a couple like interviews for like new business and you know like I'm sure I could wear a t-shirt and like nothing would have changed but it's just like we're all gonna dress up you know like everyone in my I work with uh, only women except one other man and their whole thing is like well this is the one day we're putting on makeup right. And on my end, it's like, well, this is the one day I'm not going to wear a hat and I'm going to put on a button shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, everyone on my uh, in my office is like T-shirts. You know, everyone. I, I think we've, we've committed to it in a really, really good way. we got a good system now. Um, but yeah, Texas is fucking fucked. Uh, so we'll see. But I love Austin still. Um, I'm at war. I'm trying to join a class action lawsuit against StubHub right now. Hell yeah. Hell That's yeah. a big development. That's down with StubHub. Dude, StubHub is so dirty. Can I just talk yeah. can I just talk about StubHub? Yeah, do it. Fucking roast him. He's dude. The who's gonna defend StubHub? No one. no one. No one has StubHub's back. No. StubHub and Live Nation. Two like most hated people put EA on the most hated list, like StubHub and Live yeah. Nation. Get the fuck out of here. Ticketmaster, all of them. Yeah, like these yeah. useless fucking sites. Um useless services. Like they're just middlemen. Yep. The I think everyone already kind of hated Ticketmaster and Live Nation for, you know, myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. StubHub, in my, from what I understand, I'm not a big live event guy anyway, so I'm just not frequenting these sites often. But the, the, the StubHub vibe I always got was that they were the good guys. And then when I was buying Dodgers tickets for March, I saw that they have 100% refund fan safety guarantee whatever the fuck they called that shit mm-hmm. um and it was awesome they were like we will if your event is canceled uh if it's rescheduled and you had to travel we will refund your ticket you will have an option at credit but you will get your full cash back and then the pandemic began and i was like i'm not gonna freak out i'm gonna just pl- pl- play it out see what's gonna happen there was all this bullshit they were pulling with like well, MLB hasn't canceled it yet, even though the game was yesterday. <laughs> uh, so they might be rescheduling it, so we'll honor your tickets when they reschedule it. But it's like, dude, I follow baseball. I know that's not what's going to happen. They're not going to reschedule 162 games times 30. Yeah. So it starts to develop. I get. It. I call, I think, at some point, and they're like, oh, yeah, like when it's officially canceled, you'll get a refund. And I was like, sweet, sick. Then randomly, I see on Twitter that they changed their policy. They were like, the default now will be 120% credit back, which is pretty nice. Mm -hmm. And you still have the option for a refund, but you'd have to call. Put in hoops in the way, right? Yeah. And then like a week later, an email comes from like the main dude at StubHub to like, I guess the entire StubHub mailing list. And it's like, yeah, uh, due to the pandemic, we just can't do this. Uh, so 120% uh, refund. Still, again, it sounds really nice is going to be the thing. But, like, that's not the 
agreement I bought these tickets under. Yeah. I here's the thing. I would have bought the tickets anyways, right? It was but the fact that they opened themselves up like that to be the good guy over Live Nation and Ticketmaster. You know, and now they want to like backpedal pretty sure like illegally. Like there's no way this lawsuit doesn't end well. Yeah. Uh for everyone except StubHub. <laughs> um But yeah, there's a massive class action lawsuit. Um, and I joined a mailing list, and I gave him some information. Nice. So we'll see what happens. Hell yeah! In, uh, I, in like at, at this point, in like seven years, ahead. you'll get a, a check for four dollars eighty cents. cents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, I'm I'm one for one or two for two in class action lawsuits. Remember the 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 Abercrombie and Fitch, the two checks they cut me. Yeah. I think it was like eight dollars total or something. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Like literally, like. <laughs> That's blood money. Six years after I worked at Hollister. <laughs> blood money. Elmer, so, you just narrowly missed out on three for three because a student is filing a class action lawsuit against Mizzou um, because we did not get our full educational experience due to Zoom classes. Um, so wow. he's trying to get a little bit of tuition money back. So I might have that check coming in. You just narrowly missed out. Damn. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I I like can apply. I'm sure that kid's probably a bad person, <laughs> right? I'm sure his family is 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 horrible and wealthy. But here's the thing, that's a cause I can get behind, because we gotta we got we gotta skip over, you know, the second place to punch the real evil, mm. which is like the business of public education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we can like make it even annoying for them. That's a, that's a win I can get behind. I do feel like they're going to whip out like, oh, here's the contract you signed. Yeah. Like, we agree to take away your experience at any time with no repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no, I feel like the college is probably prepared for this bullshit. Yeah. They always yeah. win. Yep. They always win. So God, I owe them so much money, dude. I know. <laughs> and I'm getting so used to not paying them right now. I'm like not paying at all. During this grace period, that's because it's interest free, right? Yeah, till, it's interest till free. November, I think. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, I've been like so, I'm very proud of myself. No, no credit card debt. Hell yeah. Car payment, just getting obliterated. I'm just throwing them all my student loan money. So, you know, who really wins here? They the will government. eventually, but so I'm feeling good about that. <laughs> So, Jacob, how how was, like, graduating? Did you have, like, any sort of ceremony or, like, anything? So, yes and, yes and no. Um, through the university, no, I did not have a ceremony. Um, they had a scrolling video of names that I was on for, like, five seconds. Um, I did, like, the Leo DiCaprio meme where he's, like, pointing at the screen. I was like, oh, there's my name. Um, but then one of my good friends, his dad, um, put on a surprise graduation for him, um, and some of his classmates and and I happen to be one of them, but his dad works at ESPN. So our commencement speaker was Bob Lee from outside the lines, who was like one of the first, yeah, he was one of the first anchors (laughs) on, um, ESPN, uh, Pedro Gomez, like a baseball reporter for ESPN was there. Um, it was kind of incredible. It was like a really cool experience. Um, way better than my real graduation would have been. Um, like <laughs> Bob sure. Lee said my name, which was, I know like to a lot of people that means nothing, but it was actually like kind of a cool experience. Cause I remember staying home sick from school and watching outside the lines and watching Bob Lee. Like it was kind of a surreal experience um, to have in the basement of my home. Very, I mean, much like everything else with this, very strange. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I've, that sounds like a win, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Because there's no way your real graduation was going to have a speaker that you even remotely connected with. Yeah, and I wasn't going to listen to it probably at all. I was probably just going to be sitting there <laughs> hoping I could get out there as fast as I could in the just hot gymnasium. Graduations are not fun. They're no. pretty awful. Um, so I'm kind of actually glad we didn't have one. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, that's, I, ke- that's I what kept track. I went to 22 of them because of the, I went to like two, I think, 
willingly my freshman year. And then all the ones I worked, I was working at that theater. <laughs> Ooh. And I just had to sit through them, dude. And, like, you're, you're like, in the fucking, you know, behind a curtain on the catwalk, whatever. So, like, I'm, I'm like, probably watching, like, a baseball game. But <laughs> I, I just remember every, I would get madder every single one that passed by. <laughs> because I, I noticed how, like, they all had the exact same speech. And it just was more, like, obviously hollow and, like, so disconnected every time. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, like... All of the digital ones that I've seen, they all say the same thing. Where it's not, it's like half optimistic, but mostly like very pessimistic. Where they're like, you're graduating at a very interesting time, and uh, God. good luck. It's like, yeah, thanks, we know, <laughs> you know. Um, John Hamm did one for Mizzou, like did like a 40 second video. Um, that was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> is he an alumni of Mizzou? He is alumni. Um, we did oh. so that our two most famous alumni are John Hamm and uh, Cheryl Crow. Game over, Greggy. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess and Greg famous. Miller. Greg Miller. Yeah. <laughs> who's the, who's the most famous non-Mizzou graduate? Brad Pitt. Who? There you go. I don't know if you guys saw this. Brad Pitt gave a digital commencement speech for most state uh, because he's from Springfield, Missouri. So. He really there something must have happened at Mizzou because he uh, will not acknowledge us. Damn, I'm sure they've probably just fucked him too, like pestered him over the years. Probably so. Brad, Brad, you know, be a tiger, Brad. <laughs> Maybe he just also didn't have a good time. You know, I, I buy that. I mean, he did leave. Yeah, I barely had a good time. <laughs> <sighs> Andy, yes, I want to hear about your mouth. Oh, because I'm going to the oh, dentist. Yeah, what that mouth do? I don't know. I'm having some, uh, some just some pain. It's been a while since I've had like any sort of toothache type stuff. Uh, so I'm going to the dentist. It's becoming. It's it's been building over the last couple of weeks to finally the point. I'm like, okay, this is probably not going away. I need to go to the dentist. So <laughs> maybe I have a cavity or or something, but I gotta go get it checked out. And I got a new dentist. I'm like going to him for the first time. I hate that. I hate going. I don't really under. I feel like the insurance stuff is so complicated. Trying to fuck. You. I feel like every time, like they're gonna be like, insurance only covers sixty percent of this. You got to pay the rest. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's it's just a bit the of a pain worst. in the ass. Yeah, it absolutely sucks. They need to fix all of it. Just everything. Just everything. Just everything. <laughs> everything needs to be fixed. But start with dentists. <laughs> Reverend and I were just talking like two days ago about how much, like. We every day it's like, man, I'm so happy my teeth don't hurt. Yep. You know, like, I'm I'm sure we both like brush our teeth. I like got rid of uh, uh, my what actually helped me get rid of my smoking habit uh, early on. Like, not early on. Like the fifth time I picked up smoking when I moved to Texas <laughs> was floss, like the little to go floss yep, things. Those are great. And I would do that in my car every single day on my drive to work. And this isn't like a flex teeth like uh, flex you know um but it's just like I, I i think like average i'd say both of us probably so it's not even like a concern like oh today's gonna be the day but just going to the dentist sucks is the worst experience yeah especially for boys like us that are like not thrilled about people being strangers you know putting shit in our mouth <laughs> Like, now, see, I, I've never really understood this. I do not mind the dentist at all. Like, so, do you not mind it? Well, I don't think... I'm not scared of it. But do you, like... Going to the dentist sucks. Like, the toothpaste sucks. Like, they're so rough with your face. They got that little scrape <laughs> thing. They're going in there. They're like... Yeah. See, I think that is, like... I Stretch I, it out. I, I mean, I kind of like it. Like, the feeling of, like, your teeth... After, like, that polish, mm, give it to oh, me. the feeling, the yeah, it's good. The feeling after is great. The end product, like, when your teeth feel a little loose mm. because they've been pounded by that water <laughs> pressure thing. Yeah. And, like, just cleaned like they've never been cleaned before. It's it's awesome. But the actual just, like, waiting around, laying on that <laughs> horrible chair bed thing. You got the little bib with the little chain clips. 
Yeah, I think the the thing for me is like I've been going to the same dentist since I was a kid, right? And mm. uh, and so and like my mom, I don't know. Every time she goes, she like gives them like all an update, and they all know they all know me, and they all know my mom. Celebrity. And so they're always like, "You still in New York? <laughs> what are you doing these days?" But I'm like trying to talk, where they got their fingers in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, you know, I got out of Japan. I'm like, what? You got back from where? And then I have to, like, I have to tell my life story in between, uh, you know, spitting out the the stuff. I think that's, like, the worst part of it for me, but. Yeah, never, spitting sucks. I've never understood. Oh, what about the little tube that sucks? I hate that. I love, I love that shit. Oh, no. dude, when your mouth is all <laughs> cottony and dry. I, Ugh, I love it. It makes you gag. <laughs> Oh, you're an animal. And then they spray the water, like, on your teeth directly. <laughs> I do feel like if I had a dentist for that I've known my whole life, maybe I'd feel a little bit better about it. But, like, I've had a, I've yeah. had a doctor. Like, I have a, my normal, like, physician I've gone to. I go to, like, once every six years. I've known him for a long time. Like, since I stopped yeah. going to a pediatrician. But I feel okay. like the dentist constantly changes. Like, I go to my dentist. They're like, new guys here today. Uh, the old guy moved. I'm like, oh, I guess I just got to get, like, this thing done. I got to talk to this new guy. I don't trust him. I don't know what his skills and abilities are. <laughs> so. The, uh, like, I, I I don't know what the fuck was up with our insurance growing up, but I feel, I had the same doctor forever. I think I eventually aged out. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, after, once I was in college and not even in California anymore. That guy was awesome. Don't, could never pronounce his name. It was like. 13 it was like an indian name with like a, a w and like 13 letters after that oh it was like would just i just i just we never did it okay um, did you call him but, dr w yeah dr w hell yeah um i actually just called him doctor because mm. I, I knew him since i was like fucking two and that's just <laughs> um but he always brought up uh how my well, i was gonna say about my insurance we had a dentist every other year so i don't know what the fuck was up with that mm. news story my brother, uh, I guess, I obviously don't remember, had a seizure when he was really small. Like, um, I think my mom brought him in because he just had, like, a high temperature. And it wasn't even the emergency room. It was just like, you know, he's had a high temperature for, like, a day or two. Um, and they bring him in there. And then my brother apparently just has a straight-up, like, heat-induced seizure. Where, like, his body, his body is shutting down because it's so hot. He must be, like, four or two Probably two, not four. Um, and every single time, like, you know, two times, 15 years in a row, <laughs> he would be like, you're the one that had the seizure, right? <laughs> to you? And I'd be like, but there was the craziest thing is he remembered mm. me. He always asked me. He must remember my mom, too. Yeah. But every time it was me, and then my brother would be like, no, that was me. And obviously he doesn't remember, so it's just based on a story we keep telling him. <laughs> God. Damn. That's seizures, a... man. Yeah, they're no joke. No, I've been no there, joke, man. I've been there. Yeah, man. Well, and you're good now, right? You're clean. Yeah, I haven't had one for like eight years, I think. Man, that's Give a streak to ride, dude. Yeah. Have I ever told about the the first like the first one I ever had? Have I have I talked about this? I think you've only talked about the one you had in like in class. Yeah, so I had one in college. But I, the first one I ever had was in high school in my chemistry class. Uh, I like leaned back to like yawn or whatever. And I just kept on going and I was like, you know, doing my seizure shit. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, the ambulance came and they like were asking me if I knew who the president was. And I was like, fuck, is it Obama? I don't know. <laughs> is it Bush? Uh, it must have been. It must have been Obama. It must have been like when he, he had just been, become president. Um, and, uh, you know, they were like asking me all these questions. And I was like, where the fuck am I? Like, can I go home or like whatever? Uh, and I was in the hospital for like two days. They're doing all like tests and shit. It's crazy. Damn. Yeah. What, it, what an interesting feeling the next day, whether it was good or bad, where something like that happened at school, <laughs> something that brought so much attention to you. Yeah, that's it. And then the next day you got to go back to school. Cause I feel like I've been there. I can't identify moments. But I've been there for good and bad. You know, bad is probably when I got expe- like suspended. Good, I don't know, something. But like, just the dread of the <laughs> next day, whether it's good or bad, depends on how you deal with the tension. But oh, what a 
What a goof. You have any cool? Did you make up any stories to make it cooler? I don't think so. I mean, that was like my peak. That was peak edgy Sam. Like I was going to you know the like little metalcore shows and all that. Um, but yeah, it was rough. Um, I yeah, I can't really like I don't know. I can't really remember. I remember like doing the like. Uh, as I was like riding the ambulance or like riding the like they had like me on the little stretcher Sam or whatever. Just put devil horns up. Put the devil so horns up. Knows. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, uh, that's on brand though. I love that. It is very on brand. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a wild time, and then like every other one, I was just like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> Jacob, you ever get injured in school? Um, I mean, not in school, but in um school athletics i got hurt a lot um i have notoriously bad ankles um, paper ankles if you will um and I, I sprained an ankle like every basketball season um i broke my wrist oh, my junior year um that was a rough one i like played the whole season with a broken wrist it was my shooting hand and um no. so it would basically basically like there's this little small bone and like where your thumb and your pointer finger connect like that side of your wrist and it just snapped in half um and i could still like shoot i could still do things but it would get tired easily and like it would jam sometimes it would hurt really bad Mm -hmm. so during games i'd like catch it on someone's jersey or something it would like tense up and hurt really bad and i'd have to like call for my coach to take me out um but there was nothing you could do about it because it's like the doctor said it will naturally just like heal without a cast or anything. So I just had to wait it out. That was probably the worst. I got hurt in like a school affiliate athletic. Um, but it, I played like traveling ball in the summer and I dislocated my jaw. Um, that hurt. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Was it NBA Yikes. jam? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Some, oh it was like my own teammate too. He like jumped up and uh, blocked, tried to block a shot. And I was like, standing underneath him and he slapped me in the jaw and it just popped um but then i popped it back um no but i like i couldn't eat for a bit it hurt but yeah that happened uh, i want to say between my sophomore junior year of high school so i wasn't very old i was like 17 Um, Mm, that was probably the worst you had to just take it i mean yeah it was just one you were you were old enough. You had to be cool. Yeah. It was one of those... Well, it was oddly enough one of those things that, like... You know people talk about, like, severe injuries, like, how they don't feel it, how it's just, like, you kind of... The adrenaline pumps and you kind of go numb. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I felt. Like, it hurt a lot afterwards. Like, the soreness was worse than the actual initial blow. Um, sure. But... No, I didn't... Damn. I didn't... Nothing as severe as a seizure. That's uh, <laughs> Sam wins. <laughs> Sam wins the injury a- contest. Andy, did you have some? I feel like something crazy happened to you. Maybe uh, it was Cass. I can't remember. I got stitches a couple times, but always doing something dumb. Like I didn't play any sports, so like I was not like I was getting injured in band. Um, <laughs> I got the two times I had to go to the hospital were I fell at my own birthday party and broke my chin open. That was at the McDonald's. That was right? at the McDonald's. Hell yeah. Uh, which is like a, you know, a defining moment, I think, for me. Um, the second was I was goofing off with friends at the uh, the park. And I didn't realize that, like, a kid was swinging a bat around, like, being stupid. And me and this kid were, like, behind him and he swung the bat. And he, like, clocked me right in the head. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> and I had to get stitches there, too. Damn. Always doing dumb shit, though. I wasn't even fucking playing baseball, and I got hurt. (laughs) (laughs) But I never... knock. I mean, knock on wood, I've never broken anything. I always wondered, what is breaking a bone like? I've never done it. I... I broke broke my hand one time. Uh, I was just, like, I don't know, fucking running around my house or something stupid, and I, like... I backhanded our couch just like on a whim and like that shit get like a spiral fracture or whatever. Uh, that wasn't great. And I lied and told everyone that I broke it skateboarding. Uh, Smart. I think that was in, that was middle school. I think that was like peak. I've got to be cool. That oh, was, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. But Elmer, have you, you've, you broke something. I can't remember though. Didn't you? Yeah. The, I mean, there was the time I got concussed with a baseball talking to that girl. 
And then there was the other time where we must have been like in sixth, seventh grade, seventh grade. And we were all, we were chasing, dude, there was this kid. <laughs> Uh-oh. His name was Fernando, and he was like a Tim and Eric character in real life. And like, he was just kind of the dude, like now as an adult, you realize something was wrong. Something was terribly wrong. Uh, but he was just like, not annoying. He was very quiet. He would always hang out in our group, but none of us really knew him. Mm. You know, he was he was nice, but every now and then he would just burst out and do some crazy shit, dude. Mm-hmm. I remember one time. I have no context for the story. I just remember one time. We, You know, we had vending machines, <laughs> and we all went to go get snacks. He got a, a bag of baked hot Cheetos and just started crushing it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> just making dust. And we're like, that's a weird thing to do. <laughs> that's weird. And then he's like, have you guys ever heard of a Cheeto shower? And he emptied that bag over his head. What an animal. Over his own head? Yeah. Over his own head. What's the, what's the point of the Cheeto shower? Is there like a goal? To, like, what's the point? I don't understand. Spectacle. Just <laughs> spectacle. <laughs> Pure Performance spectacle. art. He really wanted people to like him. Yeah. Poor Fernando. What a- Wonder what yeah. he's up to this, now. I mean, this kid, this kid was like a three point nine GPA student in high school, mm. so I'm sure he ended up all right. But this guy was just. I wild. feel like you cut. He was just cut to guy. his after school special. Like he's at home trying to do something. His parents aren't paying attention. They don't care. They're they're too busy running <laughs> an Apple store or something, it's like making tons <laughs> of money for him to succeed. But they don't pay attention to him. So he does the Cheetos golden shower. Uh, to get the attention. Mm-hmm. I can see Probably it. Accurate. It's a hard life out there. I feel for that. Cause that's kind of like Angelica. Yeah, yeah, very much like Angelica from the Road mm-hmm. But we were, were like five of us, ten of us were chasing Fernando for some reason. Full speed <laughs> sprinting. Juking crowds of students. You know, like my high school was like 3,500 people. My middle school was probably like 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. So it was like, there was a lot of people. And at some point, I tried to juke someone, and I ran straight into this massive pole that was holding on, like, holding up, like, this awning for shade. And I put my hands up to stop myself and just fucked up, like, my wrist and forearm oh, damn. bad. Like, I don't think it was, like, a full break because I didn't need, like, a cast even. But it was, like, a, a, a some fracture of some kind. Had a sling for a long time and like a brace, but not a full mm. cast. Um, that was not good. Damn. I remember. So, oh, it was. I remember being so. Because you can't spin that. Everyone saw it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you were chasing you know? poor Fernando. And- <laughs> we were all fucking sprinting full speed at Fernando. And at some point, I just lost sight of the goal and smashed into a pole. <laughs> Happens to the best of That's us. How it goes yeah, life's like that. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they say now, if yeah. you're going to hit the ground or run into something to just let your, like, body do it. Because if you put your arms out, it's even more dangerous. Hindsight yeah. 2020. That's how I broke my wrist, <laughs> Hindsight too. Hindsight 2020. <laughs> now, Elmer, in that situation, you probably needed a doctor. Maybe you didn't... Probably needed a doctor. Maybe you didn't know any doctors at the time, but you know one now. That's right. I do right. know one now. Mm-hmm. So, for some context, before the show, before Jacob even joined, before we even had a through line to this this this, this idea, we were. I don't know why why Andrew was talking about Sam Osher's family. I do not approve of what he was saying, but he was just saying well, some. Let things. me walk through this real quick. Be quick. <laughs> okay. okay. I was okay. washing dishes. Melissa said something. I said, "Oh, hey." My friend Sam Mosier got this job in the video game industry. He's doing whatever. He's working at a company. He's doing PR. I was like, that's pretty cool. And then she was like, oh, that's the one who makes all the videos for you guys? I was like, no, that's Sam Kingma. I was like, Sam Mosier, he's the really handsome one with the blonde hair. So then I was like, I pulled up the picture of him and I showed it to her. That then reminded me, I meant to ask you guys, is that Sam Mosier put a status up? I saw 17 Mosiers comment on it. One of them being a doctor, Mosher. So I was just curious. Oh, is is his dad a doctor? That's how we got here. 
That was how that was okay. my mind's path through all of this. All right. So that's how we got there. I was like that doesn't sound wrong, but I in my head Sam Osher's father is a is an educator. He's shaping the youth's minds. Mm. Then Jacob came on. We connected some dots. We so we spoke in code so Andy and Sam Atherton didn't know what we were talking about. And I think I've figured it out now. But the question we want to ask Sam Mosher is, what kind of doctorate does your dad have? Right? Yeah. What does your dad do? What is he a doctor of? Okay. Yeah. Witchcraft. Yeah. All right. We're calling him live We're, on the air right we're calling now. Calling him live on the Hopefully air. Hopefully this comes through. This is what happens when you do a night show. Is he going to never call him at eight <laughs> at eight a.m. in the morning? If it goes to his voicemail, I'm going to let it say the number. <laughs> He's going to be hey, so... Up, hey, Sam Osher. Uh, I'm recording Awkward Pause right now and everyone can hear you. Um, oh, uh, say hi to the boys. Hello. They're, they're laughing. They're giggling. Ha ha ha. What's going on? Uh, so we just had a quick question. Uh, what does your father have a doctorate in? Uh, education. Right, because he is a uh, middle school principal. There it is. Right. Andrew says there it is because Andrew noticed the you know the the subtle flex your father does by putting doctor in his Twitter name, which I respect. I mean, <laughs> yes. you got to do that. Uh, just like Robert puts his height in his Twitter bio, your dad's <laughs> got to put what he's got. But yeah, you got to put your strengths out. Oh yeah. Wait, ask him. But is my, he watch, ask him if he's watching Citizen Kane. Sam Atherton wants to know if you're watching Citizen Kane. Yeah, I am uh, eight minutes in. <laughs> are, you, are you watching this alone, or did I ruin this for someone else, too? No, I'm, I'm alone, so this is, believe me, this is a pleasure. Okay, yeah, Citizen Kane, awful. Citizen Kane, not better than Awkward uh, Pause the podcast. Wait, mm. can, can, we, can we get Dr. Mosher on the line? Is that possible? Cool. Uh, Jacob Douglas is on the show as well. Your, your friend, you know him. <laughs> Yes, we were talking like probably an hour or two ago. He told me he was going to be on tonight. Did you guys end up talking about sports? Uh, no, we haven't talked about sports yet, but I think we're on to... We talked about sports injuries, but not the kind that Jacob and I were hoping to get into. Uh, Andrew and Sam Atherton, notoriously not into sports. Go Tigers. Uh, <laughs> Love the Tigers. Now, would this be too much to ask? Now, I Andrew Street and Sam Atherton would like to get your dad on the line. Because I'm sure they have a one specific good thought out question they're going to ask him. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, he is in the house. Um, let me. Now, he's watching, I think. Oh, he's watching some other movie upstairs. And I've already interrupted him three times. So this will just be the, the next one. Okay, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm too scared. I, it's an important thing, Dad. I promise. I don't no, want no, to, no, it's I don't okay. want to go on my permanent record. Okay. Yeah, Andrew doesn't want to get expelled from middle school. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I don't either. I'm scared. Wait, he's, he's all yours now. Now that he knows what the thing is. Hi, Mr. Mosher. How are you doing? Lovely. What's up, boys? So, my friend Andrew had a question for you. He wanted to ask you, what what is the dumbest thing you've had to suspend a student for in middle school? better than my question the first one that comes to mind is a kid who asked permission to leave class and then went out in the hallway and lit the inside of his locker on fire wow I can see why. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh! Oh well, thank you so much for your time, Mr. Mosher. We're sorry we interrupted your movie. Thank you. Oh, it's 
didn't miss kids, but I did enjoy the kid who super glued his ears together so they could look like an elf. Oh, nice. <laughs> take him to the nurse trying to figure out how you get your ears pulled apart. Wow. So. Oh, no, man. <laughs> no winners Elmer finally gets, uh, Elmer finally gets that, <laughs> that reference. That was a fun to parents, too, because we couldn't figure it out, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. You gotta love middle school. <laughs> gotta love it. <laughs> take care, boys. You too, Thanks. Mr. Mosher. Thank you so much. Hi, Mr. Mosher. What a doctor. Oh. What a doctor. Does that answer the question? I'll yeah, that was very... Th- oh, man. Tim Mosher, thank you for doing this for us. Um, oh, of course. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, please thank your father profusely for us. And that was <laughs> more fruitful than anyone could have imagined. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. I look forward to hearing the full context on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right. Love you, buddy. Talk to you soon. Love you, too. God, what a fuck! That was worth it. That was I was so really getting it. nervous. I was getting nervous <laughs> that it was not going to be worth it. And then he hesitated, so I was scared. Like, oh man, did we put him on the spot? This is not fun for anyone. Mm. Like, you feel bad, you know. You never want to. You always want to have a good question, but you never want to, you know, surprise someone. That like was a that. good question too. Yeah. Much better than what I would have said. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I hope shit. the listeners could probably tell, but you didn't say anything, and I panicked <laughs> and just thought of the first question I could think of. Oh, man. What a house of kings. Yeah, oh, what a house of kings. Absolutely. I, I got to say, in all my time knowing Sam, uh, Dr. Mosier has been the, the kindest gentleman, so I, I was not surprised that he was, he was all in on it. Yeah. What a legend. Awesome. It's yeah, hereditary it is... to be that nice. <laughs> I mean, his Twitter content is very wholesome, so... Mm. I expected, actually, yeah, I expected the the real life to to match. I mean, your dad's Twitter content definitely matches the person. Oh, is his uh, in the pit fitness? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty accurate representation of him. He's got a. I, I saw. I saw a recent post of his. He's got a bunch of dudes over. They're lifting cars up. They're throwing tires and stuff. Yeah, he's. That's a. He's got like his small little group of, of guys that come out and work out with him out in my driveway. Uh, mainly, uh, I think they're like co-workers. It used to be when the pandemic wasn't here, much bigger. I think I've said before, notoriously, I'll get a text like, hey, do you know so-and-so? I think they graduated with you. Or I know so-and-so. I think they were a year above you. He's like, they drove by. They just stopped. They said, hey, can I work out here with you for a little bit? And then next thing you know, he's screaming at them on a rowing machine or something. That's so awesome. That's like the best version of a hobby. Because, like, everyone wins. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I just can't. I, I, I guess I'm just not the kind of person that would be like, hey, can I work out with you? No. Yeah. Right? Especially when it's someone that, like, like will outwork me mm-hmm. out by an infinite amount. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of yelling. It's not an appealing thing to go walk up to. So I give props to the people that do, I guess. Andy, does your does dad, it make you feel good? Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Does your dad have an no, in-home gym, or is or is he like? Well, I guess during the pandemic, he really can't. But does he have stuff at home to do? Oh yeah, he. I don't think he even has a, a gym membership anymore. He used to for years. Now he's just got our whole garage's equipment and our whole basement. So he like pulls the rowing machine and driveway. Out. Yeah, every he's got pull-up bars and rock walls and all sorts of medicine balls and just all types of shit tires to flip like he's got his own his own stuff out there he's That's been awesome. he's been trying to unload some equipment he's seen a, a hole in the market during the pandemic people want to get in shape he had all like these extra dumbbells and stuff i guess so he's enlisting them on craigslist because people are interested in them then they come yeah. to pick it up he opens the garage and they're like oh are you selling any of that equipment <laughs> He's like, no, that's the personal collection. <laughs> this this actually kind of fits super well. Um, although your your dad lives in New Jersey, right? He does. My dad has nonstop been searching for weight equipment. Um, mm-hmm. After I moved out, he's turning like my room and all that stuff into his own personal gym. Uh, maybe we could link our dads up. But although the shipping logistics are a little hard to work yeah. out, but <laughs> what I don't know, what is it about dads that? When they start, when the kids start leaving the nest, it's time they get shredded. <laughs> Dude, my dad too. Actually, my dad start like started like sprinting 
like with no rhyme or reason or training. He was just like, I want to run fast. (laughs) And he just started running like the, uh, you know, you see it in movies a lot, the L.A. River. That's not a river. Mm -hmm. It's just concrete with like water. Mm -hmm. I rode my bike Uh, along there one time. Got lost. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. Definitely easy to get lost. Holy shit. My dad would take us on walks as little kids because he wanted us to like not play video games. And he lost, not lost us, but like lost us as a unit Mm -hmm. multiple times. Um but yeah, he just started running, and then like one of the last times I went home, he was like, "You want to come with me?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll like go hang out." And this dude's just like not even trying to be cute, and he's just sprinting. And I'm like, "This isn't like I'm not sprinting with you, dude. Like, what? What, what are you just doing?" Walking behind him. This is great bonding time. Yeah, I'm like playing my Switch. I'm a 22 year old man. You know that uh, new NBC show, Council of Dads. So I think it's time to start a Council of Fit Dads. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's that's the real Avengers Assemble. Yeah. Now, I I I made a a short film, if you will, about Sam Atherton and a mother's love for her son. Mm. Um, I thought it came out pretty well. I did. It was nice. Andrew, if I go to New Jersey, mm-hmm. can I basically attempt to make a a similar thing? Uh. But, you know, about you as a man and your father as a, a much fitter man. He'd love that. He loves to tell stories. He'll tell the same stories, like, probably three times on the the movie. I mean, you'll you'll hear it all. He would love that. Amazing. The emasculation. There's a, there's a bit in the middle of the dock where you have to work out with him. Okay. I like that. I haven't done that yeah, in that, years. That's what, that's what brings you guys together at the end. You know, you do something for him. Maybe we film him like looking at your amiibo collection. I'll walk him through what you, what each amiibo is. Yeah. This is Princess Peach. This is Princess Rosalina. This is Mabel and Sable. And this is the end of Awkward Pause. Uh, you can follow us at at Awkpause on Twitter, uh, twitch.tv backslash backslash Awkpause. We've got some new merch coming out soonish. So uh, get your orders in for the spring line while you still can. You can follow Elmer on Twitter at... At Elmer is not mad. Sam, I just want to say that was maybe the best ending to the show we've ever mm-hmm. had. Thanks. It, uh, it kind of hit me right in the moment and felt good. Uh, Andrew, where can the people find you? At Street Sweeper. Jacob, where can the people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob M. Douglas. Uh, you can find my podcast... Kids in College, um, anywhere you find podcasts, and um, you can follow us on Twitter, at Kids College Show. We have a uh, crossover episode with the Content Cube this week, where we're watching Citizen Kane and The Room, um, the best movie ever made and the worst movie ever made. Hell yeah. Be my rosebud. <laughs> and I've never seen that movie, I just know it's something about a sled. Spoiler. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you can be like Nathan Vigil, who today... Well, it's seriously, a, a king. He uh, he found us the theme song for your game to prove it, and he also bought a shit ton of stuff from uh, Etsy.com backslash shop backslash SAMU Wood Goods. So big shout out to him. Big shout out to you if you buy something. Thank you very much. Uh, it's been our pleasure to serve you. We will see you next week. And remember, stay awkward. I'm going to put this part of this audio recording in the part after the end song. So no one will ever hear it unless they're crazy. But Sam Osher just sent another text. He said, in case you guys need another story, my dad says one of the worst things he ever suspended kids for was when two students ran the school hose in front of the gym doors on a Sunday night, so when no one was there, and they flooded the entire school gym because no one found out until Monday morning. It cost hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage. This was before they installed cameras. Years later, students broke windows with rocks and threw Molotov cocktails into the orchestra room. Cameras were installed by then, so those kids were easily caught. Damn, so they never caught the kids who did the fucking... God. Wow. The, the water. Wow. Where do kids get access to Molotov cocktails? 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? How do you even get, like, alcohol? <laughs> Thank you.